Hey, this is Scott Todnam, and you're listening to the Life is the Future podcast, a podcast for health education, middle school, and life in general. It's episode two of season three of our podcast. Here's your hosts, Naomi and Zoe. Hi, welcome back. This is your host, Naomi. And I'm Zoe. And you're listening to the Life is the Future podcast, episode two. So today we have Sonia and Zara with us. Hi. 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 We're going to be talking about how social media affects us during this time, you know, with school and quarantine. So how do you guys feel about like social media? Um, To me, I feel like it's kind of like sometimes it can be a little bit like intimidating because I feel like there's so much on there and like anything you post will always come back to you. You have to make sure you make the right decisions on there and you have to make sure like you're making the right choices. I can feel I feel like it's a good way to get like information especially from people your own age but then again there's also a lot of drama that happens. Yeah it's supposed to be like a really dangerous place because like you could like like you said you could say the wrong thing or post the wrong thing and just like everybody would just come for you Mm -hmm. do you feel like so social media plays a part in our classroom like you don't like when we get on zoom is it like distracting um sometimes because sometimes like if the teacher is like if the class is like boring I'll like just start scrolling through like TikTok or just like look at other posts or go on Twitter or something yeah I mean it's like kind of depends on how the teacher's teaching and the time so I feel like if they're dragging on the conversation for too long or if I'm kind of like zoning out I'll like pull out my phone and I'll text a couple friends or you know scroll through Instagram yeah, it's a lot harder to stay focused now through, through Zoom than it w- would have been if you were, like, actually in class. Because teachers can't, like, see you on your phone. You could just hide it under the camera. So, like, they never really know. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you guys feel, like, how does it influence you whenever you guys are on social media? Like, how does it make you feel? I mean, I feel like recently there's been a lot of stuff, like, I feel like a bunch of people are now getting into, like, politics and, like, human rights and political beliefs on the internet, and I feel like it sometimes gives you, like, a way to, like, kind of open your mind and to, like, look into new things, because everyone's posting it on their stories, and it kind of, like, reminds you of things you should, like, be aware of and stuff. Like, going off of what Sonia said, like, I get that, but then, like, in the comment section, there's so much drama, because everyone's arguing, and it's like, I feel bad for like the person who posted it because they have so much drama going on. Yeah, some people don't know what they post. As we know, like TikTok is really big right now. Like we all use it. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like TikTok's the most informational? Because sometimes I learn like a lot of stuff from TikTok. Yeah, I learn a lot from TikTok. And like, it's not only just like entertaining, but like you learn like, either like recipes or you're learning stuff about like politics or like skincare. So like, it just depends on like what you watch. I didn't, I definitely found a lot out about from TikTok. Like I didn't know about like um, Kobe Bryant or like Chadwick Boseman, like their death made the rest in peace. He'll like TikTok cause they really be quick to get the information out like super, super quick. 
I feel like it kind of also depends on like what creators you follow. Cause I feel like if you follow a bunch of like dancing accounts, then like your whole for you page will be about dancing. And then if you follow more like informational TikTok accounts, you feel like you get more information out of it, you know? Yeah. But I think it's good to have a mixture of both because, you know, sometimes you want to be entertained and then sometimes you're in a learning mood. So it really just depends. Yeah. But do you think oh, we get more positive or negative? I think both, honestly, because with like, for instance, like dancing videos, a lot of people are like, oh, I wish like my body looked like this, or I wish like I looked like this person. And then people who look different, they all their comments are like either mean or like, like positive. So it's like a mixture of both. Yeah. Like people's like ideal image of somebody who looks beautiful is like, you know, like a skinny legend who's all like makeup everything super like curvy or something like that I don't know and then uh, yeah and then there's this whole thing like the Heather thing mm-hmm. like I wish like mm-hmm. this is Heather and that's like degrading to other people who like don't get comments like that yeah and I feel like there's a lot of backhanded compliments as well like on in the comment section where if someone looks different or they have a different positive like oh well I mean your outfit's cute yeah. You know, it's like, well, I mean, that wasn't the point of the video, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, oh, is that, like, a nice comment or mean? You can't really tell sometimes. Yeah, because some, sometimes people take the video the wrong way, and then sometimes they do take mm-hmm. it the right way. Mm-hmm. And then also, TikTok has actually done a lot of things, like, you know, Sophie, Sophia's story, what happened to her. Oh, yeah. They do spread a lot of awareness on TikTok, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like models and everything. Like in this, but there's also like a lot of advertisement through like stuff. Like um, sometimes I'll just be like, oh, I'm in a cooking mood or something. And I'll go on like the internet or like social media, just like look at new recipes and everything. Cause we don't really have like a lot of stuff at my house. So we just kind of like like improvise. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about Instagram? Because, Sonia, I know you post a lot of stuff to make people more aware. Do you feel like Instagram is something you can use to make people more aware? Mm-hmm. I feel like Instagram is a good way because I feel like even with TikTok, some people's parents don't really allow TikTok because of like there's a lot of in like the past, there's a lot of like security problems with the app and stuff. So I feel like Instagram was a bit more of a secure app and I feel like more people are on Instagram. And so with Instagram, it's, like, on your stories, you can, like, do fundraisers. And, like, I feel like a lot of people don't really understand what's going on. So I feel like there are small threads that are, like, simple but explain a lot, like, on – that you can post on your stories. I feel like it's good for people to read through those, and then they can learn a lot. I don't have Instagram, but my sister, like, my sister does, and she – uh, she started spreading awareness for Yemen and so they, she got um she did like a bake sale type thing so they raised a thousand dollars for Yemen so it's like a really good way to fundraise and get donations for stuff like that it's nice like yeah Instagram and like Snapchat and everything people like like people have been exposed during things and like things that shouldn't be out there people will just like have no mercy on anybody. Doesn't matter if you're who you are, if you're like a random person or if you're like a really popular person. Yeah. I also think that social media can also like affect our school life because you know, 
well, someone who you think you is your friend could put something out there and then you're really more focused on that than your schoolwork. So do you think like, do you think the teachers know what's going on or not? Because sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. I feel like teachers occasionally, I mean, this is no offense to teachers because they are, I mean, amazing people and they help us so much, but I feel like sometimes they think they know everything, but then there's always like the backstory to like parts you can't really, you don't feel comfortable telling them. So like they could know like, oh, there's some bullying going on, but do you really know like what's happening? Do you know all the people involved? Like, you know. True. Um, is there pressure to get, is there pressure to get media by seventh and eighth grade? Yes or no? If so, when? I think, yeah, because like, some like let's say you're like you're in seventh grade and you all like your friends have it and they're always talking about like what happened on instagram or what happened on snapchat and then you kind of feel like left out because you don't know what's going on mm -hmm. like the pressure kind of comes into like when there's like different artists people listen to and then if it's like you don't listen to the same artist as me then like oh how you haven't seen this yet how could you not seen this yet you know and it's just like i mean i have other things to worry about other than like mm -hmm someone's new music video you know so I feel like that can be kind of can pressure you a little bit too and then like I feel like nowadays like everyone puts you into like a group so like if you listen to like one person you're like depressed or if you listen to another one you're heartbroken or something like that but like that doesn't really like put you in a group it's just the type of music you like mm -hmm. I do because it like I don't know, they just put these so many labels onto people. If you like this type of person, they're gonna automatically assume that you're with a certain group, but that's not always the case. Like for mm -hmm. instance, is there like adults may, like our parents, for instance, they may think they really know their child, but they really don't. So do you think there's stuff adults should know about teens on social media? Like anything they should understand? I mean, Maybe there's some things because like sometimes when your like parents are on your social media, you like it's really like awkward and uncomfortable because you really gotta like watch what you say. Of course, like you should always watch what you say, but like you can't really like express how you like really feel mm -hmm. sometimes because your parents are always watching you like, on whatever app you're on. Like it's very intimidating to have them like watch everything you're posting or you're making. Yeah, like, I have, like, a private story, but it doesn't have my parents on it. Oh, not because I'm doing something, like, wrong, but, like, yeah. it's just kind of awkward to have them always in, like, everything that I'm doing. And, like, yeah, it's just really weird. Yeah. It's, like, they also, like, question you about stuff, too, and it's, like, it's not even that big of a deal. <laughs> like, just let me post it. And it's not even, like, I feel like kind of bringing it more back to, like, what Zoe was asking, where it was, like, um, what are some things that adults should know about the teenagers on, like, social media? I feel like sometimes there's things, like, the people, like, there's, like, friends that might post things that aren't necessarily friends, but they go to the same school as you. And then they start questioning, oh, are you doing the same thing? Like, let me go through your phone. And I feel like it's kind of like a personal invasion to, like, go through someone else's phone. And there might be things on there that not necessarily inappropriate or, like, like wrong but like there's just some things like maybe some text messages that you wouldn't want them to read because it's like personal to you that you didn't feel comfortable for them to read and I feel like they should have that limit of like okay I won't take your phone away and I won't look through it you know yeah, yeah so definitely, I definitely agree with you because so 
social media is a big thing and we know our parents have it too so when they see someone else's child doing it they really start starting to question like oh I thought that was a good child is my child doing the same thing too but I really think they just need to know they need to talk that with their own children first before they start assuming things and then it blows into something that it's totally not exactly yeah like um for like when you guys go on social media and stuff do like the stuff that you guys learn in class like how you do in health class does that like help you at all like how you guys learn about mental health um could you repeat that i apologize i didn't really understand <laughs> yeah sorry that was like really weird the way i explained it <laughs> Um, when you guys use social media and like how it's all like influential and it could be like really like harming your self-esteem like does health class like how you guys learn about mental health and like mindfulness does it help you at all? I feel like when we do do health class I know the intentions are good but I don't really think it really helps any students at all because you know how we get we don't really have a big attention span right now so I really think we have to find those resources on our own or talk to someone that we really trust because not everything that we're going to learn in health class that we're going to take and use. Yeah. Um, like for me, I don't really use, like when I'm on Instagram, you know, a lot of people you know, like follow the Kardashians or they'll follow a whole bunch of celebrities. For me, I don't do that personally just because I feel like it would hurt my self-esteem and everything because, like, you see all these people living the life and everything, and, like, it would just make me want to, like, feel like I'm not, like, important enough to be like that. That's why I don't really follow those big celebrities like that. And I feel like it also makes you set really unrealistic goals for yourself, like especially body image. And they like make these people like they edit their skin to like the perfect glowy skin. Right. But that's not really possible to have. You can't really be that perfect. And they'll edit their bodies and then everyone's going for this edited like body and people will get so insecure and stuff, you know. I do yeah. agree with you. Because people... People do have, I don't know, they have like a person that they idolize and that they want to turn themselves to be like. And then, you know, people get worried and social media could be a very harsh place. Like if someone will say someone wants to be like Ariana Grande, people will come for them for that. And like there's a lot of bullying going on. Yeah, just like how Zoe said, I don't know if you guys know who this is, but on TikTok, there's like this girl named Ellie. And she looks exactly like Charlie D'Amelio, some people say, but she gets so much hate for it. And it's not like, it's not her fault because she has like short hair and that like it's black. So like people, I think people both get hate for wanting to become someone and trying to become them. And also for just being, having similar, similar like um, features as another person, but it's not like they can't control it. Mm-hmm. It's either you're too skinny, you're too big, your skin's too clear, like you look weird, or it's like, oh, you have too many, too much acne, or like your your style isn't cool enough, but then also don't be too different. You're basic, but you're not alt, you know? Like, I feel like there's never a good balance. There's never, like, one thing. Yeah. If, if you guys were a parent, like, now, like, in the future, would you give your kids, would you let your kids have social media? Yes. Yeah, I would. 
like what age though like what what age would you start letting them have that i would ask them i would ask them if they felt comfortable getting on social media if they felt ready for it and if they did i would just like monitor them when they first get it and then once they get like the hang of it then i would just let them go on their own Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like it's just kind of whenever they, like what Zara kind of said, it's whenever they feel comfortable, but in the beginning of it, I might be a little bit more hesitant, be like, okay, who are you following? Who are your friends on here? Make sure you're not talking to anyone random. And then I would let them kind of go on their own, you know? Yeah, I will let them get it whenever they're ready, but definitely be like watching what they do just to make sure they're mature enough and mm-hmm. they're in control of their own actions, not doing what other people do, have their own mindset. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm, to be honest, I'm not sure. Well, I would give them social media, like, for sure, because you got to stay connected with everybody, not just friends, but also family. But I don't know when I would be able to, like, feel comfortable, like, myself for the kids to have social media, because social media is a really, like how I said earlier before, it's a really dangerous place. Like, it can really change how you feel about yourself or how you feel about other people. So I wouldn't like I'd probably wait a little bit till they got social media just to like see like how you guys said see if they're ready for it but maybe like after a couple years I would let them go on their own and everything yeah kind of depends on the maturity of the kid true and before we finish is there anything you would like to tell like anybody that's listening or younger viewers like elementary schoolers or people our age about social media like what they should do how they should handle it Honestly, just, like, be yourself. Don't try to do what, like, the trends are or what anybody else is doing. Don't try to fit in. If someone doesn't accept you for who you are, then they don't accept you. You can find new friends. Yeah, I'm going to say kind of something basic, but just kind of do what makes you happy, you know, and I feel like even if that means like having to go outside of your comfort zone or if it means dressing somewhere separate from what everyone else is doing, you know, so just kind of like, just be yourself, be who you want to be, and do what makes you happy on there. Okay. Um, well, good answer. Um, thank you for everybody who's listening, and thank you, Sonia and Zara, for being our special guests. Um, we will see you guys in two weeks, me and Zoe. Um, next week, you're going to see Tommy and David with their special guests. Yeah. So, bye. bye. All right. It was great to hear the eighth graders take the lead on season three of our podcast. Naomi and Zoe did a wonderful job starting off here, and they had two great guests, Sonia and Zara. All four of them actually had outstanding thoughts on social media and teens. I really liked some of the questions that came up. I also liked the conversation where it went and and some of the responses that took place. It was nice to hear that the eighth graders don't just see media as drama. It's great to hear that there's some social activism taking place already at the young age of 13 and 14. And I liked that there was some learning that took place on social media as well. You could hear that it wasn't just people texting back and forth, that it's not all online bullying. The questions towards the end uh, are intriguing to me, mostly as the health teacher. Are there any things that the school can do, that health class can do better? Is there anything that adults should understand? And you hear that teens sometimes think adults get it, that adults are know-it-alls, that they 
and we believe that we know everything there is to know about teens and media. And that's just simply not the case. So I, I like their honest answers. I think that it was a genuine conversation today. And I really like the very last question too. What recommendations do the eighth graders have for younger students, younger people, thinking about getting on social media. So all in all, an outstanding episode with the leaders. We'll hear from Naomi and Zoe in another two weeks. Next week, we're going to hear from our other two hosts for this season, Tommy and David, as they take the lead of season three of the Life is the Future podcast. Check the show notes. What I have in here in the details for this episode would be some links about social media. We know that somewhere around 90% of American teens now have their own smartphones. And based off of our studies, somewhere around 70% of those teens use social media multiple times per day. All right, so I'm going to link some things in. Make sure you check those out right after listening. <laughs>